What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Football and Laws podcast. My name is Caleb, and I'm joined, as always, by our co-host, Mr. Justin Haynes. What's going on, man? Yes. Damn, can you make that whisper even more uh, mysterious? Yes. God, chaos. Chaos is the answer, but we don't need to get into all that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you beating me in this fucking thing. I'm mad as hell. Well, side note, a lot, a lot of uh, drama going on in the fantasy one particular person but eh, it is what it is it's like three but who cares <laughs> uh nine and four seven and six i'm still mad i gotta get i gotta i gotta win for those keeping up with the tallies there i believe that still has me in the lead by 10 games now maybe no it's 125 80 and two to 118 87 okay okay so closer than i thought seven Closer than I thought. Maybe after this week, uh, how many games did we say we picked? We have seven, seven games different. So, so how about that be, number? That you could either a take the lead or b fall even deeper down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we're gonna find out about that uh, going forward. Uh, before we jump back to week fifteen, or jump back to week fourteen. My bad, Caleb. I'm going crazy. It's all good. All the we, weeks kind of blur together at the end. <clears throat> Week 15, first week of fantasy playoffs. Good luck to everybody out there. Mm-hmm. If your league isn't in fantasy playoffs right now, what is you doing? Watching basketball. College basketball has been looking real nice lately. <laughs> Nobody cares. I care. Alabama's number four right now. I you should care, too. Tennessee's yeah. what, six, seven? Yeah, and we've already beaten a bunch of good teams. So have we. It's looking good for the SEC. As usual. Mm-hmm. All right, so week 15, we both got the 49ers, both got the Steelers, you both got the Eagles, both got the Chiefs. Easy. Both got the Cowboys. Thank God. Cowboys clinched this week if they win. Yeah, you got the J-E-T-S Jets. Let's go. I got the Lions. That's one game I actually hope the Lions win because I feel like that would just be tremendous for the Lions to have a good season for once. Fun fact There is still a small chance. Fun fact about the Lions. Did you know? That Jared Goff at home has six more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes at home. You know, I actually heard something about that on the radio either mm-hmm. yesterday or the day before, and that He's is crazy to think about. 20 touchdowns at home. You can almost argue, and like this is, you know, hot take. You can almost argue that Jared Goff probably has better weapons than Patrick Mahomes does right now. Williams coming back is pretty filthy. I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. First, uh, first catch, a touchdown. Now, he was pretty much irrelevant the rest of the game, which is fair. They still got to work him into a lot of stuff, probably have him doing blocks more than anything. But first catch, first touchdown, yeah, there, nothing beats that, especially coming off of such a gruesome injury. You'll love to see it. Yeah, and then uh, you got the Cardinals, I got the Broncos. That's the worst game on the ticket. I, I'd yeah. have to agree. By far. Uh, Chargers. Um, at and then I got the Titans, and then we both got the Bucks, both got the Raiders. You got the Pack, I got the Rams. Mm-hmm. Both got the Bills, both got the Ravens. Now I kind Cam- of hope the Rams do win that game against the Packers, just because yeah. it would be funny to see Baker Mayfield get another one. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Baker for a minute. I... Uh, you got the Colts, I got the Vikings. You got the Saints, I got the Falcons. You got the Giants, I got the Commies. Absolutely. This is the one time I'm really going to be rooting for the commies here. 
That's going to be a good game. It's basically uh, fight for the uh, – I'm going to wait for that out-of-context account to get me on that one. <laughs> um. Okay, so let's talk about Baker. This man spent 48 hours learning the Rams' offense and then goes on a crazy – I swear they went over and drew it up on a whiteboard and said, you know what, just throw it just, – just, just throw a back shoulder. We'll see what happens. I thought coming into the game he had no shot of playing, but then like you called it in the episode that he'll probably get some playing time. He sure did, and they let him throw the ball. Um, let me see if I can pull up the numbers now. I mean, that I last know. throw, that last throw was amazing. It was, I couldn't believe he it did it. It was beautiful. They let him throw the ball 35 times. Again, this is a man who landed 24 hours prior. Not afraid. Not afraid. That's the way the NFL should they be. They only ran the ball 22 times. You would have think they'd be running the ball a whole lot more trying to get something going. But, man, they had nothing going with the run game. So they leaned on Baker Mayfield, former first-round pick, and he showed up. He proved the haters wrong. Yeah, the, the NFL should be never afraid. Like, you, you got to just go. Exactly. Um, Speaking of never afraid, Mike White, this man goes out, like, what, twice? And I then think after the game, gets times. hospitalized. I think almost three times in the game. Man can't even move, and he's still playing football. Yeah, and I think Joe Flacco came in for a minute there, but not long. But which, what's wild to me is I don't know if anything happened to Joe Flacco in that game. But Zach Wilson, they bumped him back up to be in the second string. So this is the first time him suiting up in a game in four weeks. Yeah, I mean, he just ain't it. I'm, I'm surprised they're going forward with it. Yeah, and then we saw uh, Kenny Pickett go down with the concussion. Uh, Tannehill still got a bum ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, Burks hasn't practiced yet, so I don't know if he's going to play this week. You got to hope um, he gets some playing time soon because it's looking like he's not a bust for a draft, but it's really making the Titans look bad. Uh, three losses in a row. And um, I don't know. First round picks come and go, but Burks has got to step it up. Our offense has got to step it up as a whole. Having John Robinson gone seems to have not helped anything. No, but this is one of those games that the that, that was one of the games that Titans usually lose, and then they're gonna turn around. And this week they play the Chargers. Everybody's gonna like, go the Chargers, and then we're gonna win by four. And it's like, what the hell just happened? But it's at the Chargers too, ain't it? It doesn't. Yeah, that that, that has no bearing on it. This is one of those games the Titans win because my thing is when you're on the road, all the distractions at home, all the you GM this, you GM that. No, mm-hmm. Vrabel can sit there and be like, hey. It's literally us 53 against the world right now. Let's go exactly. And it might happen. I hope they can pull out the win. As long as uh, Justin Herbert and Mike Williams have a great game, then I don't care what else happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, I guess Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being back is why Josh Palmer is looking like he's on the downside. Him and Carter both. Um, Williams had a heck of a game last week, honestly, especially being injured for so much of the season. He had, um, sorry, let me pull it up. My phone's going slow. Six catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown. So he led in receiving yards. But, man, Keelan Allen got a lot of targets. 12 catches, like insane. Now, this was, uh, I think it might have been a record for most passing completions. 
for Justin Herbert. I could be wrong on that, but 39 for 51. And of those 39 passes, he only had one touchdown, which is crazy to think about. But that's a lot of completions. And then I guess we also need to give some credit where credit is due um, to Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. Absolutely, dude. He's been coming out of nowhere, and, uh, I mean, he's been balling out. Um, 16 for 21 and wow. two touchdowns. He got some praise from Tom Brady himself. Uh, I mean, the, the 49ers have lost so much already, and they keep on, you know, they keep winning. They're 9-4. and four. They're looking like one of the hottest teams. It also helps that they have one of the best defenses, too. Yeah, okay, so um... – I'm scrolling through some stuff just to find some stuff. Did you know that No Benjamin got waived again? I did. I saw that. Uh, I saw it this morning, actually. And he got picked up by the Saints. The Saints. The Saints. Well, I guess they could use it now because Mark Ingram might be out for the season. That is very, very interesting. Also, the Falcons are going to Desmond Ritter and placed Mariota on. Did they go on IR? I don't think he's officially on the IR yet. I have seen so many different things. So, on the one hand, he got benched. Then all of a sudden, there's some talk that Mariota left the team. And it's just like, well, that doesn't seem like him. What's going on? And then there's talks like uh, Mariota's still around. They're just going with Ritter, get the hot hand, see what they could do for the end of the season. And then it's like, he's getting so much hate. But then I look on Twitter yesterday, he just had a fucking kid. So it's like, you know, maybe those rumors of him leaving was just him to be with his fucking family. Yeah, maybe. So I, I don't know. Going... There's so much shit going around right now. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's... He's a good person, though, so I can't see him, like, leaving the team just because he gets benched. But he also said something about tending to uh, injury, like a leg injury somewhere, and might be put on the IR. And if he is worried about his body and his injuries... And especially from his past, like I would probably want to take care of myself too. Hey, if you're fucking benching me for this young guy, I'm going to go get surgery so I can heal my body and get better for a new team next year. You know? Yeah, He's for sure. Take care of himself. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I mean, it just, all this is crazy. Uh, like I said, fantasy playoffs, everybody's got to pay attention to that. And it's mm-hmm. just, here's one, here's the next one. Uh, player-wise, the Ravens are down to their third-string quarterback. The Broncos are down to Ripon. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if in the next four weeks that we see Jordan Love instead of Aaron Rodgers. Kyler Murray went down. Colt McCoy. Kyler Murray went down. Prayers Colt McCoy was questionable today. I know he's going to be chilling playing Call of Duty, but it still sucks. I wanted to see him finish the year. Absolutely. And now um, he probably won't even start the year next year. But then, you, could, like, you could very well see the Cardinals going and drafting a quarterback in rounds four or five just to maybe absolutely. have a young guy for the start of the season. Absolutely. And then you got, um, like, the Lions, if they keep winning, they could, you know. Pass on a quarterback. Jared Goff has been playing his best football in, a, in the past four years. Since he went to the Super Bowl, he, he's been playing his best games. Yeah. Um, they still got a little ways to go to get their team where they need to be, but they're on a hot streak right now. All this talk about them trying to draft a quarterback next year, I think you eliminate that right now. Jared Goff keeps on playing good. Go get him another piece on offense to help him out. Okay. Or defense, you know, do what you got to do. 
Jared Goff is good enough to where you could draft a quarterback, like you were saying, in the third or fourth round to sit a year. Right, and it looks like there is pretty good depth in quarterbacks this year, this year as opposed to next year. <clears throat> I see at least three quarterbacks going in the first round. I don't think any more will be, but I, I think there will be some good depth later in the rounds. All right, Caleb, we gotta we got to clean up a previous rant that I had. I want to say this was in single-digit podcast. I went off. Oh, no. A certain quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, no. I think you know who I'm talking about. I think I do. Oh, Mr. Logan Woodside. Yes, sir. We hardly knew ye. (laughs) Well, what about him? Well, he got signed to another active roster. Really? Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Is it a team that is looking for a quarterback or looking for depth? Depth, I believe, but he got signed off our practice squad, which is good because we had that clause where only he could play for us when he was our backup. Right. Um, Absolutely hilarious. He got signed to the Falcons. Oh, that's what was going to be my guess. I was thinking it was either going to be the Falcons or the Cardinals. So, with that being said, see you. See ya, where want to be a now answer me this. Pick, you may or may okay. not know. I saw some the other day. Did Brett Kern get signed by the Eagles? No. Is that true? Or is I'm that not hundred percent sure on that? I know he visited there. I saw something about that the other day and I didn't know if it was serious or not. I might cry. <laughs> um the next one though, um, we signed Kevin Hogan to our practice squad, former Browns quarterback. hmm I remember um, so my opinion is a lot better than Woodside, so it's nice. It's nice to have a little bit of depth there. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff uh, talking about shutting Tannehill down as soon as, as soon as the Titans, if the Titans at this point, if the Titans clinch their spot with the seeding. I mean, I don't think they should try to fight for first seed anymore at this point. I think going based off other people's tweets, I can't name anybody. It's far down the rabbit hole. You know, rest Hannahill, rest Henry, rest Jeffrey Simmons. Get all these people safe and healthy. Uh, let these younger guys take over for the rest of the season. See what you got. We're already running low on well, players. We, gotta have, we might we as well have, let the young guys try to get some reps. We got the magic numbers involved. So, like, with the Colts, we got to win one and they got to lose one. I think that's that makes the Colts out and us. Yeah, we can't clinch this week, but I think next week, if we win, we should be able to clinch. A birth. Yeah, and, and then, of course, the last week we played the damn Texans. Yeah, and that, you would hope, would be a win. <clears throat> you would hope, but we you never know. And then, if we are playing the Texans, week 18, you want to play your starters because you don't want to bench them because then you have the situation where – I would let the starters play the first half and nope. then sit them. Mm-hmm. If it if it didn't matter to seeding, man, I don't want to risk injury at this point. Well, we say that, but every time a team usually sits or worries about resting their starters, they go out and lose week one of the playoffs. I guess it's just one of those things we gotta wait and see what will happen. Yeah, Vrabel knows what he's doing. We gotta trust him. All right. Well, let's let's switch over to college football. Um Bowl games start Friday. I am going to try very, very hard tomorrow, Caleb. 
so hard to get on the computer set up a college football bowl mania mm-hmm. page for the for the podcast mm-hmm. and let everybody who wants to join that way you can see me and Caleb's picks right and you can see how you do against us. We're not going to do the confidence. We're just going to do straight picks. You just got to pick the winner. That's it. To see who bragging rights. Yep, no bragging rights. Bragging rights. Bragging rights. Um, I'm actually going to offer something though. Oh. So, I'm going to give you a free koozie if you win, obviously. Okay. On top of that, I will also DM you, and we'll give you. Five minutes to come on the podcast. Oh God, that's a lot. That is a lot. So we can talk about the how you won the bowl mania and everything. I know this is a little crazy. We might not even know this person, but hey, this is what we do it for. We do it for the people that listen. Well, there you go. Well, so make sure you guys fill out your brackets and do the what brackets. you can. It's not basketball season. I mean, come on, it's brackets. but hey, fun. We will do a bracket. I like that. So this is just can look at. this is just bowl mania. We'll do that, and then I will uh, we'll have the winner on for five minutes or so. All right, I like and we'll that. Just, we'll I'm talk down. some football with them. And if we win, then you know you all suck. We're superior. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. I mean, we already see how our picks are turning out. So yeah, it's actually not bad. It's exactly. Not bad. So you guys got some stiff competition. All right, so. Unfortunately, this is like the worst way to start talking about a podcast, but hell of a segue. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so unfortunately, uh Mike Leach had a heart attack and was hospitalized and ended up not making it. So R I P the pirate. It's really sad to see someone go who was as far as everyone else knew, was pretty healthy. Uh I was hearing about how he usually regularly you know, I think you might have been the one that told me regularly, regularly checked up at the doctor all the time. They always said he was good. Um, it's just one of those, you know, freaking incidents that you, can't be helped. It's part of life, unfortunately. Um, only thing we can do is hope and pray for the family. Everything, you know, goes well in the future for them. And if you've got some problems yourself or see any signs, get yourself checked out. Take these things seriously. Yeah, definitely take them seriously. And um, like you said, thoughts and prayers uh, to the Leach family. And it, uh, you got to look at his coaching tree, man. It's it's crazy. Like Tennessee wouldn't run the offense they run without Mike Leach because he was a offensive coordinator for Josh uh, Josh Heupel at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And he he's the reason that everybody loved mustache mania. Yep. And it's, uh, uh, Wazoo, he's a good dude. Did you see the – I don't know if it was at Mississippi State Stadium or the stadium they're playing their bowl game, but someone had like snuck in and flown a pirate flag at half mass on the pole. Hey, Did you see up. that? I like that. I, I saw that a concept cool. helmet where uh, it was Mississippi State wearing white helmets with a pirate flag on the side, and I was like, "Hey, that'd be that'd be pretty cool." You already know damn well they'll probably have some patches or stickers set up ready and, to go uh, or or something too, so that'd be pretty great. I don't know why it came across, but it did today. Zach Arnett, the defensive coordinator for Mike Leach, is taking over and signed the contract to be the new head coach at Mississippi State. So that was official. I saw yes, something about so it earlier. But... There, there's not going to be a head coaching search. They're going to stick with the uh, coaching tree of Mike Leach just on the defensive side. So It's, except... probably, it's probably best that yeah. someone inside took it over, someone that Mike Leach trusted and 
yeah at least expect, for now uh, i get it's an organization so if they gotta change stuff up in the coming years it's totally understandable i would but for expect them to keep it in house right now is pretty nice yeah i don't i would expect more of the same on the offensive side um i'll look for I'll, some trick plays you know damn well that he's gonna carry on some legacy he'll, yeah we'll, he'll have we'll, something up his sleeve look for him to go hire, hire a mike leach offensive coordinator absolutely but that being said, if you guys want to, you know, go to Twitter, go to YouTube, check out all these stories about Mike Leach, get get you a laugh in. He's got a lot of good ones and a lot oh, of people can share some sweet ones. My favorite one is when his player got engaged on the field and they asked him for marriage advice. Dude, that was the funniest video. Ah, I got exactly go what you're that. talking about. So he was like a low. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. I was laughing so hard. I was like, damn it. I should have listened to him. Wise words. <laughs> Yeah, it would have still had the same result with us two idiots being on a podcast, but hey, it would have been it a lot works cheaper. Out. <laughs> with all that being said, we gotta get get the get the sadness away and try to try to move forward and start well, talking about some of these games. Army Navy happened first overtime game in like twenty six meetings. I did not believe that stat. Yeah, um, wasn't I don't I wish I had paid more attention. But I saw something that there was only like one or two completions in the entire first half. Yeah, but then all of them, and then they start they start overtime. Both of them score on the first play. What the hell? Of course, I mean it's it's always overtime where people play their best ball. Well, it's like okay, we held the playbook until now, and now we got to go. There you go. And Army won, so yep. we got our pick. There we go. Yeah, we both got our pick, and then after that was the. <clears throat> Heisman ceremony that does not matter. And I think it didn't surprise us that Caleb Williams won. No. I, no. I don't remember if we had mentioned who our pick was, but I remember texting Justin during their during their uh, championship game. I was like, so Caleb Williams pretty much has the Heisman locked, right? Sure enough, he did. Uh, what what gets me is if you can't mock, you if, can't mock the talent of him. But, no, but he's just the he's the star show of it. Like if we're going off of what they keep showing what the Heisman trophy means, mm-hmm. and then you have the four people that they chose to be in New York, Max Duggan should have won it. Exactly. They I we don't want to hate on anybody, but Caleb Williams antics, talking, you know, his social life, talking smack. I think yeah, he made F. fun of TCU's quarterback and then well, the, the F. Whole, the painting nails and yeah, the the whole f for whoever he's playing on the nails is stupid. There's no class to that. It's just like it, it's a game. Yes, um, you're going out there to win, but have some respect. Look, Stetson people. Bennett's a good quarterback, but that was a lifetime achievement invite. Exactly. Um, the fact that people don't even watch like the Heisman votes got so many voters that they don't even watch all the games. What's absolutely insane to me is I have seen at least four or five interviews with people who have, who had votes and regretted the way they voted. Yeah. And because and some people before. even admitted that they, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but some people no, you're good. admitted that they base their votes off of, media presence and expectations of what everybody else is saying yeah so we i think it's time that we get the vote down to maybe all the previous heisman voters and then a couple of really big named football people that we know are watching the games we don't need we don't need dude i mean there was a dude 
I can't remember his name. He's Notre Dame's AP writer, right? Mm-hmm. He had Tennessee ranked eighth after they beat Alabama, and Alabama ranked like fifth. And you, as an Alabama fan, you're even like, well, they just played the game on the field and we lost. Right. So, like, yeah, you still are like, ha-ha, whatever, I'm an Alabama fan. But at the okay. same time, you're like, if there was only a way – to decide who's the better football team mm-hmm. oh wait <laughs> and and i'm probably gonna eat those next year because i mean you know now that we got a good coach this is gonna be a series that's gonna go back and forth but these ap writers they do not know like you can't vote on a team oh well i didn't watch the game you're just going based on what others have said yeah well they won on the last second okay they still won yeah it's just like if Notre Dame beats Clemson, oh well, Clemson's still a better football team. Say what? Yeah, that one, that one, <laughs> I don't understand either, honestly. Um, I don't know. It's 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 good that Clemson and Tennessee are playing each other, so that will take a uh, a load off of some people and which team was better. Um, Tennessee's got a lot of guys missing now, especially because some are going to the draft. Uh, what's his name? Hyatt and Tillman both declare for the draft and are skipping the bowl game. Right? Do what? Both the receivers are skipping the bowl game and going to yeah, the draft. Um, Bulletnikov winner, Jalen Hyatt. What's that? And that he... Tillman guy. Now, okay, I'm going to shout out. Shout out Jalen Hyatt. So, Jalen Hyatt signed an NIL deal before the bowl game mm-hmm. with Hyatt Hotels. Classy. Pretty. I mean, that's definitely going to be an endorsement deal in the NFL. Don't worry about that. Right. Um, The last mock draft I saw had him going in the late 20s, which, you know, hey, hey, the Titans, what's up? Him winning that award <laughs> definitely, even if uh, even if he didn't win that award for the best receiver being a finalist, he went out there and won that shit. Uh, it helped his – praise out for the draft a whole lot without yep. him having to even do anything. Five touchdowns against Alabama didn't hurt. I mean, that's just one game. Look at the rest he's done all season. He's been a beast. Yeah, he had 15 total. Five of them were in that one game, and he's the reason that we won. I mean, so if you look at him, his uh, NIL deal he signed gives everybody's family and player on the team like seven nights stay at a Hyatt Resort. Really? Is that yes, just a one time like, thing or like a once a year thing? I think it's a one time thing. So that means everybody on the team could technically use it at the wow. Orange Bowl and their whole family could come to the game, which is pretty sweet. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's just he like did say a, he was still gonna fly with the team and be there. Yeah, he and I don't blame him. I'm not gonna blame him one one bit. Go get the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh Cedric Tillman, on the other hand, he's been injured a lot. Yeah. Um, so he needs to get healthy because this is where the selfish part of me, Caleb, how many Alabama receivers are in the league right now? Too many to count. Spare the one and multiply the two a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so that does really good in what recruiting, right? Yeah. We got so like get these two, a, lot get on, these... a lot on teams, at least one in jail. I think we're riding high right now. Go get these two two guys on rosters, and then we'll have Josh Palmer, Marquez Callaway, Jawan Jennings, Cedric Tillman, Jalen Hyatt. Now all these people know that, and they're all going to be seeing on Sunday Night Football going, University of Tennessee, that does good. Like, that's publicity. You got to love it. 
Yeah, even if they are just a bunch of like third string receivers, you know, everyone starts out somewhere. They might not be first round pick guys and get their shot immediately, but there's plenty of years for them to develop and really step up. We can end up seeing a lot of these guys being top tier receivers later on. Yeah, both of these guys are uh, first, second round projections, which is really good. That means they're going to be an impact mm-hmm. right away. Exactly. Especially if they get on the right team. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's that's sixty five percent of NFL drafts. Is if you get on the right team, then that person's going to make it happen. I mean, look at the Packers getting Christian Watson. He's finally clicking the last five or six games. If you got Aaron Rodgers next year, I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers finally do another uh, early receiver pick and give Aaron Rodgers one more guy, especially as other guys keep getting hurt and they're old. Yeah, and that's something we're going to monitor in the off season. Um, that's just as one far example. As- as far as opt-outs, we just got to – there's too many of them. You guys got to get on Twitter if you want to see those. Not only opt-outs, but, like, uh, transfer portal has been crazy. Alabama's you had, gonna... like, 12 guys already. Uh, they've got two or three guys. There's, like, one guy going to Oregon, another guy going yeah. to, like – God, what was it? Like, Central Florida or something like that. There's a lot well, of going on. So, there's two quarterback transfer portal guys that I already know. So, there's uh, Devin Leary. Out of NC State, really good. Uh, Spencer Sanders from OK State, he's pretty good. And then Grayson McCall, quarter, all three quarterbacks. Clemson's, Clemson's quarterback, too. And it's his, his notable, younger brother. Notable player. Yeah, his younger brother's coming out of high school. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a package deal. Yeah, just I could to see be, that. Just to be honest with Is you. Is he quarterback, too? or No, he's a defensive end. Oh, that would be pretty good to see. Imagine that. the same body frame with a little bit thicker defensive end. Right, I got you. Well, that would be pretty um, cool to see. So you got that, but Grace McCall, I think, is going to garner some attention from SEC schools. That would be a smart place to go, too. Um, Another thing that happened, Liam Cohen is going back to Kentucky from the Los Angeles Rams after one year. Um, he's the reason Will Levis is getting first round grades. You think period. it's you think it's still gonna happen? Um, unfortunately the media's got a lot of control on that. What I think is absolutely hilarious is I don't mind if Will Levis goes in the first round. If if the projections of where he goes come true. I've seen Dude, so he, many I mean, things if, for the Colts, if it, and if that if, happens, God bless America. And it, and if he bust, you heard it here first. <laughs> and, like, we don't wish wrong on anybody. We mostly just tease Will Levis because of our buddy Dylan, but it would be absolutely hilarious if he went to the Colts. All right. and um, But, yeah, we're going to do that as of right now. I'm going to tweet out my jewels week to week because we don't know when we're going to record. Yeah, we 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 got, you know, uh, Christmas time coming up. My birthday's next week, by the way. If y'all want to Venmo me some money, just kidding. You don't have to do that. But so we're we're pretty, pretty busy, booked up and everything coming up these next uh, couple weeks towards the end of the year. So we might shorten things to one episode a week. We might still do two. We haven't really decided fully yet, but either way, we're going to get you all covered on everything we need. If you guys got questions or stuff you want us to cover, let us know so we can add it on too. We'll do the best we can. Yep. Just tweet me at football in-laws and I'll get back to you. Absolutely. Well, Mm -hmm. Caleb, it was fun. We got bowl games coming up. I love football playoffs and fantasy football are here. NFL on Saturdays. 
Uh-oh, here we go. Absolutely. Um, We got NFL Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I can't wait. Which is going to be amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, you know what it is. Go Vols and tighten up. Hey, roll tie. Tie it up, guys. We'll see you all next time.